Hello and welcome to Capital Chat. I'm your host today, Angel Montgomery, hoping you are having a fantastic Thursday. In the studio, I currently have Beth, the museum director. We have Shken and Darlene with the project. We are super excited to have you in the studio. How are you doing this morning? We're great. Doing good. Thanks for making your way in on a very, very snowy day. Now, we have some cool stuff going on with the museum. Holy smokes. I was talking a little bit with Beth kind of in the beginning, and you were just rolling off the tongue with so many amazing things that you guys have coming up and that you're doing currently. Um, where should we start, Beth? Should we start with the Elizabeth Pradovich? Well, There's so that's, much. That's a little bit later in the month. Okay. So since we have our weavers here, let's start with our opening, um, our exhibition opening this this Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. for our children, Chilcat Regalia, woven in the lineage of Jenny Clunat and Clarissa Rizal. And this is a monumental event. Uh, Lily Hope, who's a, a master weaver here in Juneau, has brought together, um, I don't know how many weavers, 20 plus, 20 plus weavers so, yes. over a period of time, uh, started during COVID and they wove um, via Zoom together. Uh, learning the Chilcat style, and so they've come together to uh, exhibit all these baby Chilcat robes that they've done, and they danced them uh, into life the other day at SC Alaska Heritage Institute, and we're just so excited to have this exhibit going up, and so with me is two of the weavers that worked on the, um, on robes, and uh, also helped mentor. Yeah, so my name is Shken George, and um Along with Ricky Tagaban, um, we worked with Lily to help this group of weavers that um, Lily has been working with over the last couple of years to finish their robes and get them ready to be danced and go up in the show. Can you tell her a little bit about um, who Clarissa and Jenny were? Yeah, so um, Jenny Clanat was one of the last remaining weavers in the 80s and she brought together a group of weavers to do a workshop. One of those people was um, Clarissa Rizal and that's Lily's mother and through the both of them as well as a, a few other weavers who continued weaving after that 1985 workshop um, we've just been adding to the pool of weavers that we have today and this project that Lily did just like doubled or quadrupled the amount of weavers um, that we have have weaving today. Absolutely. How long have you guys just personally been um, participating in weaving? Well, early on, I was fortunate enough to learn from Clarissa Rizal, and um, I had woven some small projects after that. But we didn't get to cover everything, and then life happened. And this is one of those art forms that if you don't use it you lose it mm. and so I was so happy when uh, I found out about uh, Patreon with Lily Hope and I joined to relearn reconnect and just bring that back you know the call was there and there was so many like I mentioned there was so many things that happened in my life that I had to lay it down because you have to be of clear mind and heart to be able to go into this art form properly and traditionally and so um, last year I joined Patreon and uh, started uh Reconnecting. It's been exciting. It's been a journey and such a gift. Such a gift. One of the things I learned too um, yesterday was that there's some really specific finger twining techniques that you're using and some very specific figures that go into Chilcat weaving. And maybe you guys can just talk a little bit about what makes Chilcat weaving unique. 
Yeah, so I guess one of the things that people say the most about makes Chilkat weaving unique is the ability to weave a true circle. Um, in other types of weaving, you'll see um, what might look like a circle from afar, but the, the yarn doesn't actually move in a circle. And in Chilkat weaving, the yarn physically moves in a circle, so it forms a true circle. Um, the fingering that you talked about, Jenny had a way of moving her fingers that just made your fingers dance through the warps and through the yarn and it just doubles the time that you can weave if you can learn that fingering and it's it's funny because a lot of times people when they're first learning they'll see how the yarn moves and they'll say well I want to do it like this or this is my way and we'll say nope (laughs) you need to (laughs) this is how you need to do it and it's a little bit tricky at first but once you get it I think the phrase that's been used is um it cuts your weaving time in half Mm -hmm. if you can learn that fingering. So it's really important and it's a part, we use the term lineage um, because we can trace who we learned from back generations. And that's really important, not only to weavers, but in just in Tlingit culture is knowing your lineage and acknowledging who you've learned from. So we're really honored that we are able to learn Jenny's technique and that that has been preserved and passed down absolutely when it comes to the um beautiful pieces of art that you guys put together and weave is there can we see these are these on display anywhere that's what this uh opening is all about on friday so there'll be i think about 22 to 25 different robes on exhibit in the city museum and uh each participant from the workshop and over the years that they've been weaving together on Zoom um, have entered their uh, work into this exhibition and I know uh, Shken has uh, maybe, do you have more than one piece that will be on exhibit? I do, I have I have two and again, you know Lily's really the mastermind behind all of this and she brought Ricky and I in because we both learned with her mother Clarissa first and she had, we have put in our robes that weren't a part of this project, but robes that we had done before into the show along with um, Lily's mm, patron weavers. Yeah, and I think also um, just the the fact that you all got to gather gather together, uh, it may be the only time that many Chilkat weavers have have come together perhaps in the last hundred years or more. Does that seem? That's that's true. That's special too. Very yeah. special. And Clarissa used to have us get together quite often where she would have weavers gatherings and but it usually wasn't um everybody working on like the same project. Mm-hmm. She would uh, she would have both classes and gatherings and some of them we would bring what we were working on to kind of support each other and get help and other ones were ones where like when we were first learning that she taught classes. And tell me one more time, when does the exhibit open? It opens on Friday, February 3rd, so that's tomorrow at 4 p.m. We'll have our first Friday usual, well, it's actually a little bit unusual in the sense that Smokehouse Catering is coming in with food, and I think it's probably going to be the best food of any first Friday ever. And so uh, they'll, we'll have uh, food catered and the the robes on exhibit. And then later on in the month, uh, Lily will do a talk called Strength and Community. That'll be on February 25th. 
and that will be speaking. She'll be speaking about how she's built building community, mentoring a new generation of weavers, and the process of curating this exhibition. And then there's also going to be on that same day, the 25th. So the the talk is at uh, one in the afternoon, and then a little bit later, around 2:30, there'll be a youth workshop, which will um, be led by Lily, making a Chilkat tunic tassel zipper pull. So there'll be instructions on how to do a very small little weaving project so you can add that to your jacket or whatever as a little little zipper pull. And then we also have um, Elizabeth Pradovich Day sandwiched in between those things with weaving and that's very exciting. And I also have uh, Mona here with me, Mona Stevik. She's from Alaska Native Sisterhood and um, we've been planning some some activities and so maybe we can yeah, have Darlene, her you could just pass add the mic over microphone there. over there. And this is Mona? Yes. Mona, nice to have you in the studio. Tell us a little bit Thank more about you. what Beth is saying. Goodness, Cheesh, for having me here today. Thank you, Beth. Um, I am the president of uh, ANS Camp 70, and um, we, uh, I was born, <laughs> excuse me, I was born and raised here in Juneau and went to school here, so Juneau is my hometown. And um, I joined ANS uh, Camp 70 Glacier Valley, as is our um, camp name. Uh, I started out as a volunteer in 2017 and then became secretary in 2019 and then um, served as vice president for a couple years in 2020 and 2021 and uh, then was nominated and elected president of ANS Camp 70 Glacier Valley in 2022 and I'm on my second year of uh, serving as uh, president so yeah I've learned a lot and um, still have a lot to learn but uh, Beth Wiggle is also an ANS Camp 70 Mm -hmm. member so uh, and we're excited to partner with um, the Juneau Douglas City Museum for the upcoming uh, Elizabeth Pradovich Day Um, it's exciting Um, we uh, the past couple years I believe Grand Camp has been doing a virtual um, Elizabeth Pradovich uh, celebration online uh, because of COVID reasons yes. and stuff. So uh, we're uh, doing a kind of an in-person uh, event this year. So I'm excited, but I'm really excited because uh, we're involving the uh, children uh, through the school district in a, a Elizabeth Pradovich uh, contest. So um, we're gonna they're going to have those submitted by I believe February 10th and um, some of our elders are going to from the camp are going to be judging those and there's going to be prizes so um, so fun yeah Yeah. and the contest really is uh, could be anything for the classroom kids to do it could be a a tableau or a photo or a poem or a little short story or a little skit or something like that. And then in addition, we'll have some other activities at the City Museum happening on, on February 16th, which is Elizabeth Pradovich Day. And um, those will include an Elizabeth Pradovich uh, scavenger hunt. We have a couple of different exhibitions that feature Elizabeth Pradovich. And so you'll be directed to go to those and you'll have a little booklet and you'll find some answers and uh, be able to do a little hands-on Answering maybe it's um, pasting something into your booklet or using um, some other sort of a rubbing maybe so you can f- uncover the secret answer and things like that. So we're looking forward to that. We'll also be showing uh, for the rights of all, ending Jim Crow in Alaska, which uh, is the story of the civil rights movement here in Juneau in, 19- in the 1940s, and of course 
um, Juneau was the first place to pass a um, Anti-Discrimination Act in 1945 and was signed into law on February 16th, 1945. So this is why we are celebrating Elizabeth Pratfitch on that day. She was very instrumental in uh, making the arguments for this legislation. And so we'll have probably the scavenger hunt part of it available before that and throughout the month. Um, but on the day, some of the ANS sisters will also be there and we'll have some snacks. and Yeah, possibly some of our um, Alaska native uh, brothers also possibly may be there so um yeah we're excited it's gonna come be on a jam-packed day come on out on february 16th <laughs> yeah. yeah um meet some ans sisters possibly some a and b brothers so yeah we're excited i do know that the weavers have some thank yous to put out there yeah, as well absolutely. so if we can run through those yeah so we really want to make sure we acknowledge everybody that supported this project and um sea alaska heritage institute the Native Arts and Cultures Foundation, Gold Belt Heritage Foundation, the Siri Foundation, Central Council, Clinkett and Haida Indian Tribes of Alaska, Friends of the Juno Douglas City Museum, Huna Heritage Foundation, Chilkoot Indianization, um, Shiatica Inc., the Canada Council for the Arts, and the UAS Construction Technology. So, so many people helped us. Right. Helped. And <laughs> we do have a couple other opportunities coming up at the City Museum. I'll just throw out there as well. Our 12 by 12 annual, annual 12 by 12 community art exhibit um, applications or submissions. Um, the deadline is coming up here to let us know you want to participate on February 11th and then you bring your artwork in later in the month and those are, would go on exhibit in March. And the theme this year is opposites. And then we also have opened up our Marie Darlin Prize and our history grant um, for applicants and nominations. So the history grant is um, about, you know, sharing Juno's history and who has, you know, needs a little bit of extra funding to uh, add to your project. So it's encouraging research, learning, dissemination, recording, archiving, those sorts of things. And the Marie Darlin Prize is a $5,000 prize that... Um, recognizes outstanding works of artistic, literary, performative, or scholarly merit that concern the cultures and people of Southeast Alaska. So check our website for information on how to participate or get involved in those things. And um, I'm just so excited to have so much happening in February, and we're so happy that you had us on today to share all of our news. Absolutely. Beth, can I get that, e or excuse me, not email, the website so people can actually find out some some of these things, because you guys do have a lot going on. They want to fill their calendars with it. So is there a calendar that we can view on the website? Well, we have uh, information on our website, okay. which is juno.org slash museum, since mm -hmm. we are part of the Juno you know, city and borough of Juno or the city museum. So Juno.org and then slash museum. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming in again, Beth, Shigin, Darlene and Mona. Thank you guys. Yeah, Mona. Yes. I just wanted to um, say thank you to Crystal Whirl for um, giving um, the museum, the Juno Douglas city museum permission to use the Elizabeth Paradovich mur mural. Um, they're going to, one of the prizes are for the scavenger hunt that the kids will be participating in is a nine by it's like a card, yeah. card, um, uh, that will be handed out as a prize. So thank yeah. you, Crystal Whirl, for Crystal um, that permission and yes. allowing that. We thank her for that. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you guys so much. We'll be back with Juno's Got Talent right here on KINY.